the classic, uh, and it is a classic book and what became a movie with Gregory Peck, To Kill a Mockingbird in 1962. If you're not familiar with it, it takes place in a small town in Alabama in the 1930s where relations between blacks and whites were still marked by racism. And this was, of course, long before the civil rights movement. And we know the drama centers on that attorney, Atticus Finch, a widower with two school-aged children. The county judges assigned him the unpopular task of defending in court Tom Robinson, a black man who was falsely accused of crimes against a white woman. And the whole town resents the fact that Atticus Finch, this upstanding white citizen, accepts the assignment. You know, he knows what they're thinking. They're thinking it's beneath his dignity to defend a black man accused of such crimes. But he takes the case anyway, in spite of warnings and threats. Not only does he suffer for it, but his children do too. The reason he gives for doing the right thing, regardless of the risks, is this. Towards the end of the book, he puts it concisely in a conversation. I cannot live one way in town and another way in my home. Friends, that's what it means to have an undivided heart. That was the secret to his integrity, his strength of soul and peace of mind. And we should look at our place in heaven not as a timeshare where our access is determined by the length of time we spent doing God's work, that blessings of redemption are not doled out in quotas based on one's personal achievements, that everyone who enters the kingdom receives that full abundance of God's grace, mercy, and forgiveness. No matter how long we have worked in God's kingdom, no matter how hard or easy our circumstances are, it's true whether our service was minimal or maximal, and whether we die as a martyr in the prime of life or die of old age, that there's no place for Christians to resent God's grace, to open our hearts to God's grace, is what brings us that transformative journey of caring for others. We just had that last weekend, right? That was that spirit of the elder brother in the parable of the prodigal son. Divided hearts. If we're centered on that grace and ask for God's strength in serving, it's just all about love. And what does that look like in our lives to reflect on that this week? I always like to share a story with the the seventh and eighth grade over at the school when I was at uh, Miami of Ohio um, there was a guy from Chicago Tim and he had a um, poster in his room and it was a poster of all those high-end cars Lamborghini Maserati I just like saying that Ferrari Porsche but I, I knew early on when I met Tim what his goal in life was he said I'm gonna be a successful attorney I'm going to be able to afford one of these cars. So that's great, Tim. God bless, right? 
I hope he did become a successful attorney. I hope he was able to afford one of those awesome sports cars. And then I hope that he would get in it and drive it to a board meeting at Catholic Charities where they were talking about how to build homeless shelters in the Chicago Archdiocese. Or if he drove it to a committee meeting where he was leading a committee that worked on building food shelters and community gardens in food deserts in Chicago. That's the sign of a heart fused and connected to God to use the just whatever gifts God gives us, how he calls us in serving his kingdom here on earth. So let us reflect on that this week, friends, and ask God and open our hearts to that grace and how we can become better stewards in serving his kingdom here on earth. May Christ's peace be with you.